Hi, am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's background, and I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, 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 welcome everybody to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me tonight to get caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television, movies, non-spoiler reviews. You come right here to Am I on the Air on a week-to-week basis. We get you caught up with everything going on in that world of entertainment. It is season 26. It's episode 21. And tonight's show is titled Across the Megaverse. We're going to be breaking down the news from May 31st through today, June the 6th. So everything that went down in that time frame, we are going to talk about. Got a couple movies to get into. Got a TV show to get into. We'll talk box office. And then we'll get into the news of the week. So get on in. And let's get her going. We're going to start things off with the namesake of tonight's show. And that is the long-awaited sequel, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, once again, these reviews are non-spoiler. So don't worry. Don't get scared. Don't run away. Uh, But yes, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse just came out in theaters this past Friday. Uh, Been very excited for this movie because I love Into the Spider-Verse. It was a very big, pleasant surprise. For those of you that know me, you know that I don't care for animated stuff very much at all. Um, But of course, I was into Into the Spider-Verse because I like Spider-Man, right? So I'm like, hey, I'll watch a superhero animated movie. Why not? And Into the Spider-Verse was amazing. It had heart. It had everything. It had a great story, family dynamic. Uh, really about, you know, this kid getting powers and learning to become his own hero, right? Anyone can wear the mask. So it's not necessarily all about Peter Parker. It's about Miles Morales and it's about, you know, the Spider-Verse in general. So this movie here, Across the Spider-Verse, was supposed to come out last year. Got delayed, got pushed back, and here we are. And originally when this movie was announced, it was Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 and Part 2. It was such a long movie that they had to break it into two parts. Then they said, you know what, we're going to have two different movies. We're going to have Across the Spider-Verse, and then we're going to have Beyond the Spider-Verse. So it was like, okay, we're we're mixing it up a little bit, so let's see what we get, right? Um, you have all your favorites back in this one, right? Shameek Moore is Miles Morales, Haley Steinfeld killing it again as Gwen Stacy. You got Brian Tyree Henry, Jake Johnson's back, Oscar Isaac here is Spider-Man 2099, Jason Swartz as the spot, Issa Rae as Spider-Woman, uh, Daniel Kaluuya as Spider-Punk. I mean, 
some really, really great voice acting in this one. And there's a whole bunch more actors that pop up in this thing. I'll be here all day trying to give you all the voices. Um, but this one here, long awaited sequel. And I started to hear the early word, the early buzz coming out of this thing about a week before. And it was through the roof. Everybody coming out saying one of the best comic book movies ever. One of the best animated films ever. It's going to definitely win the Oscar again for best animated film. Just such an incredible movie. The hype was so much that it was actually starting to worry me to where I was like, man, I'm, I'm actually not looking as forward to seeing this because the hype's too much. And I feel like, am I going to get disappointed going into this thing and coming out of it? I did not get disappointed. This movie's fantastic, guys. Super, super fantastic. And again, for someone like me who doesn't care for animated too much, I love the style. I love that when we go into the Spider-Verse, the multiverse, every world has its own look. It has its own animation style. It suits the characters that they're dealing with, right? Especially Gwen's world. Gwen's world was so beautiful, and it was like color paints and... um you know, it was like dripping and drying and fading. And it was so cool, man. Um, and Miles story just, I love that, you know, we have aged the characters up a couple years since we've seen them. They're not the same little kids that we met in the first movie and they've adapted to their powers. They've gotten better than ever. This movie has every Spider-Man imaginable in the Spider-Verse. Um, and you know, I don't want to get into the story. I don't want to ruin anything. Um, but there's a lot going on in this film. This movie's almost two and a half hours long. And if there's one negative criticism is that it's too long. You know, for a part one of a two-part movie, there again, it doesn't need to be two and a half hours long. It's still overall a kid flick. And, you know, it's a lot to sit through, man. You definitely start to feel that runtime at points. But it does really well at kind of keeping the pacing going, keeping the action going. This movie has it all incredible action, incredible humor. I laughed my ass off. Um, an incredible art style, um, really strong pacing, um, great characters that you fall in love with all of them. Um, you understand why the story is what it is. It makes sense. And it's got some really good twists and turns. I mean, it hits you, it hits you on all levels and straight up. This isn't really a spoiler, but I'm just letting you know, the movie ends on a to be continued. Um, it does not wrap up, man. We just talked about, you know, we had Fast X just a couple weeks ago that ended on a big cliffhanger. This movie ends on a cliffhanger with a to be continued. Um, part two of this, I guess, beyond the Spider-Verse, is supposed to come out at the end of March of 2024. So I believe it's March 29th of 2024. So hopefully that date sticks because a lot of people cannot wait to see how this story continues and wraps up for this Spider-Verse trilogy. Um, incredible movie, guys. Absolutely loved it. My daughter, um, when the To Be Continued came up, she was like, oh, come on, man. She was so mad that it ended on a To Be Continued. She was loving it. She told me it's one of her favorite movies she's ever seen. Um, she was just super, super impressed with this one. She's been begging me to watch the first again after coming out of this one. So we'll definitely sit down and watch that first one again here soon. Um, I, I can't really knock it on anything other than the two and a half hour runtime. Um, I give across the spider verse five out of five stars for what it set out to do. I don't know how it could be anything else. It really hits. Uh, it hits on the heart. It hits on the heartstrings. There were moments where my tears were starting to fill up, and I was like, man, they got me again in this damn cartoon. Um, like I said, the heart, 
the love, the family dynamic, the characters, the friendships, the action, the story, it gets you on all of it. And I loved it. So big five out of five. Do I like it more than Into the Spider-Verse? I don't know. I think I'd have to watch this one again to really figure that part out. Right now I have them kind of neck and neck. Probably would still Into the Spider-Verse, edging it out just a tad. But I can see on maybe further viewings of this one that this would be my favorite movie of uh, the two so far. So we'll see how Beyond goes. But very, very excited, man. There's some cool Easter eggs in this one. There's some cool surprises that you don't see coming. So definitely make sure you check out Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse 5 out of 5. My next movie I saw is an HBO Max original. And it's called Reality. And this one's based on a true story. Um, it takes place on June 3rd, 2017, when 25 year old reality winner, and yes, that is her name, reality winner, uh, returns from running errands to find two FBI agents at her home in Augusta, Georgia, an air force veteran and yoga instructor winner spends the next two hours being questioned about her work as an intelligence contractor, specifically whether she leaked a classified document about Russian and interference in the 2016 U S elections. So this is a true story. Um, and basically this movie takes place exactly how the synopsis has it. She comes home from the grocery store and there's two FBI agents sitting at the front door and they grill her for two hours. They record the conversation and they grill her about this, um, about the leaking of this classified information. I will say this. So this movie stars Sydney Sweeney. She is playing reality winner and she is fantastic in this. I just want to set that. Because overall, I didn't care for the movie, unfortunately. Um, it's done very well. I like it mixes real-life footage. It plays real-life audio from when they were doing the questioning because they recorded everything. So you hear how the conversation really went. Uh, it, it goes back and forth kind of with you know the real stuff compared to the movie stuff. And I, I liked it. I liked the way they did it. And I liked the acting in it. The reason I didn't care for it overall is it's just boring. I mean, it really is. Like, they're doing this weird questioning with her. The answers are weird. The style's weird. The way that they address the situation is weird. And it just drags. And it's not even that long. This thing's only an hour, 23 minutes, and it dragged. Like, halfway through, my wife was just like, this is super boring. And I'm like, I know. I, it kind of sucks. <laughs> um, But I love the trailer, and I love movies based on true stories. So... I was really invested, and at the end of the day, it just didn't really pay off. It was just too boring. But definitely, you know, check this one out for yourself. It is streaming now on Max. It is a Max original, Max exclusive, uh, and I would give Reality 2 out of 5 stars. And then my third movie I checked out, and this one is on Premium VOD. Um, I watched the trailer for this. It's called Simulant. And I watched the trailer for it, thought it looked pretty damn interesting, had a great cast. This movie stars Robbie Amell, Jordana Brewster, Simu Liu, Shang-Chi himself, Sam Worthington. I mean, damn, that's a pretty good cast, right? It's a futuristic kind of action sci-fi thriller. And I was like, okay, this looks pretty good. So I rented it and I watched it and it sucks. 
it sucks and you see why it went straight to VOD. So this one here, the story is about Faye, which is the character played by Jordana Brewster. She attempts to replace her newly deceased husband, Evan, with an android simulant called a Sim. Although Sim Evan appears like human Evan in every way, Faye does not feel the same love for Sim Evan as it does for her. Sim Evan tries to win Faye back while at the same time being on the run from a government agent, chasing down Sims who have become conscious and could potentially be a threat to humankind. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, that's that's the story, Jerry. Robbie Amell uh, gets killed in a car accident, comes back as a, a simulant, and things are never the same <laughs> between him and Jordana Brewster. And they go to see Muliu, who's like a, he's a hacker kind of guy who tries to help out the simulants. Uh, Sam Worthington is the cop that's kind of hunting down the simulants. This movie is just fucking boring. It's super, super boring for being an action sci-fi thriller. This thing was so damn boring. It it was hard to keep my focus on this thing. It dragged. It was boring. And it just, you know, I mean, they try, you know, what they can do. They try, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't work in any sense of the way. So, unfortunately, I got to give Simulant one out of five stars. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. And then lastly, switching over to the TV side, the new show of the week that I checked out is The Idol. And The Idol is a Max original as well. This is the show that came together from The Weeknd. And it stars The Weeknd along with Lily Rose Depp. Yes, that's Johnny Depp's daughter. And basically, she plays a pop star um, who has a social media leak. Uh, send everybody into crisis mode. Her career starts to fade. And then the weekend she meets the weekend. He's a nightclub owner and he tries to help get her career back on track. Only the first episode is aired. It's a weekly show. I watched the premiere and I dug it. I dug it. It is very adult. It is got a lot of sexual stuff. It's got a lot of nudity. Um, it's, it's very, very over the top. Um, it's provocative as some would say. Um, but I dug it. I, I like the chemistry of what the weekend and Lily Rose Depp are doing. I think she's actually the best I've ever seen her in anything be. Um, and I like the idea of her being this down on her luck kind of pop star and then seeing like if she can bring her career back. So I'm interested to see where the story goes. So, um, so yeah. That's that's you know all I can really say non-spoilery about the idol, but you can check it out. New episodes air every Sunday on Max and on HBO as well. For those of you that don't have Max, but you happen to have HBO for some reason, um, you should dump that and just get Max. So there you go. So let's recap real quick. We got Across the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, five out of five. We got Reality over on Max. That is a two out of five. And then we have Simulant over on VOD, one out of five. And then over on TV, uh, I would give a thumbs up right now to The Idol uh, and check out the premiere episode now streaming on HBO and on Max.
So there's our reviews, guys. Let's get on over to our box office. Let's see where things fell. Coming in at number 10, it's Kandahar. Number 9 is You Hurt My Feelings. Number 8 is The Machine. Number 7 is About My Father. Number 6 is Super Mario Brothers Movie. Number 5, Fast X. Number 4, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Number 3, The Boogeyman, making its debut at number 3. Um, with 12.3 million coming in number two it's the little mermaid so dropping from its one week at number one it fell 56 percent almost 57 percent bringing in 41 million in its second week and coming in at number one and breaking box office records and predictions is spider-man across the spider-verse now going into the weekend the prediction was that this movie would make about $80 million. Now, to put some context on it, the first movie into the Spider Verse made $35 million in its opening weekend, 35, and went on to make like 300 mil kind of overall. This movie, they're predicting it to come in at 80. It's like, okay, that's that's a big step up from the 35 the first movie did, right? Would be a pretty, everybody be pretty happy with 80 million. Guys, it crushed that prediction. It made 120 million. 120.6 million to be exact. And that's insane. It is the second biggest debut of the year, only behind the Super Mario Brothers movie. So can you believe it? Two animated films are your two biggest openings of the year, Super Mario and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. But big congratulations, man. 120 million. The first movie made 35. This one makes 120 smashing records so big big stuff there congratulations to across the spider-verse all right guys let's switch gears let's get into our news of the week here and again if you'd like to watch any of these trailers read any more of these articles check out our twitter page check out our socials our twitter or facebook that's where you're going to find most of this just search am i on the air We have the brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. This is the second trailer. It hits theaters on August 2nd. This trailer is great. Another animated film that I think is going to do really well this year. And uh, I'll be there checking it out. Uh, Terrifier 3 is officially happening, guys. That's right. The horror franchise that has blown up the world is officially happening and will continue to push boundaries. And uh, that's the director, Damien Leone, is coming back, and he promises they're going to keep pushing it up. So, yes, Terrifier 3 officially happening. Sex in the City, shocker. Kim Cattrall is set to return as Samantha Jones with a cameo in the season finale of In Just Like That Season 2. Um, as you all know, she basically had a big falling out. She was not in season one of a, just like that said, she'd never do sex in the city again. And then we find out about this. Um, but yes, yeah, she is going to reprise her role, but yes, it is a cameo role and it will be in the finale of the season. And it sounds like it's going to be like a FaceTime call, something like that. Like she's not going to film with the cast and crew. They've already filmed. She's kind of just, they're just adding this in almost like a post credit scene. I would say supposedly it's a couple minute long scene. It's, it went really well and uh, we'll see if she um, shows up more for a third season, if they do it. Uh, But glad to hear, man, Samantha was the best character for Sex and the City, so glad to hear that she's going to come back and do a little something. A fourth Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Zendaya is still in the works. 
Um, but the writer's strike has the movie currently paused. Um, Amy Pascal, producer of the Spider-Man film, says, are we going to make another movie? Of course we are. Whenever they, the strike gets themselves together, we will go ahead and get it started. Uh, she is also teasing that they might do a Miles Morales movie. A live action Miles Morales movie, as well as a Spider Woman spin off animated film. So, lots of stuff working over there in that Spider Verse. Steven Dorff, Shea Wiggum, Lucas Haas, Robert Oberst, Steven Schneider, Liza Schaslinger, Sturgill Simpson, Casey Wilson have all signed on to HBO's The Righteous Gemstones for season three. I love The Righteous Gemstones. Season three drops this month on HBO and Max. Looking very, very forward to it. Supergirl actor Sasha Cali says she met Superman actor Henry Cavill uh, after filming The Flash. She said she got his blessing, and she's like, it's Henry Cavill, man. It's our man of steel. Uh, he's kind and very proper, and he was like, you did a phenomenal job. So she was very stoked to get his blessing and to uh, find out that he enjoyed what she did with the role. So very cool there that uh, she reached out for that advice. All four Indiana Jones movies are now available to stream over on Disney+. Plus. We have the Black Mirror trailer, and this, of course, coming back soon for Season 6 on June 15th over on Netflix. So make sure you check out the Black Mirror trailer. It looks pretty trippy, as always. We do have the Righteous Gemstones Season 3 trailer, so we were just talking about Righteous Gemstones. Check out the new trailer. It's awesome. I love the show so much, and I can't wait till it's fully back. Mandy Moore and Kamal Nanjiani are going to lead Blumhouse's new Insidious spinoff called Thread. Miracle Workers End Times. We have the teaser trailer for the upcoming TBS uh, season. The, uh, let's see here, The Witcher Season 5 is confirmed. So there you go. It is definitely happening. We have the Season 4 trailer for Jack Ryan. So check out that for the final installment of the video series there uh, over on Prime Video. So um let's see here we have your streaming guide as we always do everything coming and going in june to all your favorite streamers apple tv plus disney plus hulu max netflix paramount plus peacock and prime video so see what is up there uh the wonder years coming back finally for that long delayed season two this summer so keep your eyes out for that uh it's gonna supposedly have a lot of uh guest stars on it so i'm looking forward to that i like this wonder years reboot and it sucks that it was delayed so long i actually forgot all about it <laughs> until they started to talk about it again so i'm glad it's coming back man it's a really good funny show we have the trailer for justified city primeval which is the uh reboot kind of requel series uh with timothy oliphant coming back uh, in his role from the Justified original series. I dug the trailer, actually. I did not watch Justified. I wasn't a fan of that. I didn't see it when it was on. I uh, just never got a chance to get into it. But I really enjoyed this trailer. So I am going to check out this spinoff here, City Primeval, when it drops. Uh, he is going to be um, going after a ruthless killer after that killer touched his daughter, Willa. Uh, Thomas Kale, the Tony award winning director of Broadway's Hamilton has signed on to direct Disney's live action Moana. So there you go. Nice addition there for a director. We have the trailer for Jackie Chan and John Cena's new movie hidden strike. Uh, this film will release later this year 
in theaters. So no official release date. They just say later this year. Um, I saw an article that made it seem like they actually filmed this movie a couple years ago and it's just been sitting on a shelf. So who knows how it's going to be. The, the trailer looks like it could be fun, but it also looks really cheesy. It looks more like straight to VOD. This does not look like a theatrical movie. Um, but hey, man, if John Cena and Jackie Chan could maybe have some rush hour chemistry, I would be down for that. Uh, let's see here. Um, Timothy Oliphant says he'd be willing to come back for another season of the justified revival. So that sounds good there. Cruel intentions. TV series is starting to ramp up as the uh, TV series over on Amazon has set its main cast, including, uh, Sarah, Catherine hook, Zach Burgess, Kobe Clark, Brooke, Lena Johnson, Sarah Silva, Sean Patrick, Thomas, John Harlan, Kim, and Myra Malloy. So, a lot of uh, newer names that pe- most people won't be familiar with, but I'm interested to see what they do with the Cruel Intentions TV show. HBO has ordered a third season of Somebody Somewhere, so congratulations there. Okay, guys, you ready for the big news? Dwayne The Rock Johnson is returning as Luke Hobbs in a new Fast and Furious standalone film. That's right, baby. After the big falling out, Between The Rock and Vin Diesel and the Fast and Furious franchise, he stepped away, right? He wasn't in 9, he wasn't in 10. Um, Well, kind of wasn't in 10. He showed up in the post credit scene and kind of shocked everybody. Um, But now we're finding out. The Rock came out, did a video. He said, you know, hey, me and Vin patched things up. And it's all about the experience for the audience, right? Audience first is his motto. People love Hobbs. People love him in this franchise. So he decided to come back to it, right? Squash everything. You know, the audience stands above any little problems that he would have with anybody else. So it sounds like this is what they're going to do. Writer Chris Morgan has wrote a script for this Hobbs movie that they're kind of internally labeling as fast X point five, right? That it's going to take, it's going to take place between the events of fast X and fast X part two. So you're going to have this movie in the middle, which is a solo Hobbs film, um, which could also feature some fast and furious people in it as well too. And then that's going to lead into fast X part two. So this makes me feel like his solo movie is going to come out next year in 2024. If the script is really truly written, because obviously we're in a writer strike, but they're making it sound like the script is written and they've just been kind of sitting on this. Um, I'm glad to hear Chris Morgan back writing because he wrote Hobbs and Shaw. He wrote Fast and Furious five, six and seven, um, I think, and eight. Um, So he's written a lot of the best Fast and Furious movies. So glad to hear he's back. He is going to do the Hobbs script. That's going to take place in 2024. Then supposedly in 2025, we'll get Fast X Part 2. And The Rock should return in that movie as well as Hobbs to kind of reunite with his Fast family. So there you go, man. That is massive news right there that he's coming back to the franchise. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. And we'll see how this plays out. AMC Theaters is going to be streamlining its... uh, movie streaming service uh they're gonna actually be shutting it down as it's gonna be replaced by voodoo so glad to hear that i love voodoo man so anytime voodoo gets an extra shout out and and takes over some other um streamers library let's do it guys let's do it because voodoo is the best if you're looking to buy digital movies always do it through voodoo they are the best and have the widest selection of films Pluto TV is streaming 200 plus movies free this summer, including Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible films, Titanic, Forrest Gump, 
and a whole bunch more. So check it out for the low, low price of free. That's right. So check out the full guide here for Pluto this summer. Obi-Wan Kenobi director on a possible season two. He says, never say never. Uh, Oppenheimer is Christopher Nolan's first R-rated movie in 21 years. Ooh, baby. There you go. Um, we have, um, the teaser trailer for in just like that season two, we were just talking about that. No Samantha in this teaser trailer, but you could check that out. The Batman part two filming is reportedly delayed due to the writer strike. We have the trailer for jagged mine, which previews Hulu's queer psychological thriller. Uh, the thing two horror sequel still being teased by John Carpenter still saying he thinks he has an idea and they might do it. So let's get it going. Netflix reveals that they will do another to 2023, which is their big fan event where they announce all their big movies for the year. Um, uh, let's see here. Joe McHale confirms the community movie delay. Uh, he says we were very close to start filming, but of course the writer's strike has put a pause on everything there. Um, let's see here. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse had a $16 million preview night, which was the second best ever for an animated film. So very cool there. Um, Avatar The Way of Water is going to be hitting streaming this week on Disney Plus and Max. So there you go there, Um, which again is the third highest grossing movie of all time. Um, My ex-friend's wedding, Amanda Seyfried's new comedy movie, has been delayed due to the writer's strike. We have the teaser trailer for Fellow Travelers starring Matt Bomber and Jonathan Bailey. It is Showtime's new miniseries they're putting together. Lashana Lynch is joining Peacock's new Eddie Redmayne series, The Day of the Jackal. Uh, Renfield is hitting streaming this week on Peacock. Uh, This Friday, I believe, it's going to be hitting Peacock. So there you go, man. That's pretty awesome right there that they're going to be getting that. I had a lot of fun with Renfield. So if you haven't watched it and you got Peacock, definitely check it out. The Formula One Apple movie that Brad Pitt is doing is just added Tobias Menzies to the cast. Yellow Jackets is going to have a bonus episode that will release before season three comes out. So they're going to have a little bonus one there that will kind of bridge the gap between season two and season three. The Mandalorian season four production has been delayed due to the writer's strike. The Safdie Brothers movie has been delayed once again with Adam Sandler. Um... Let's see here. Sorry, we talked about that already. Uh, We talked about that already. We talked about that already. Disney reportedly allowing Marvel to create TVMA content on Disney+. Plus. I don't know, man. I don't know how if I truly believe that, but I would hope that Disney is kind of loosening up the chains. They did put all the Netflix shows on there um, with a parental code if you want, so why not, right? If they can do it, let's do it. Jensen Ackles confirms that the Winchesters is done after rescue efforts fell through uh, to kind of shop it around and give it a new home. Um, so, yeah, they tried and it did not get picked up. Um, Padma Leshkimi is leaving Top Chef after 20 seasons. Neil Patrick Harris is filming for Uncoupled Season 2 is currently on pause due to the writer strike. Um, Jennifer Lopez's new movie Unstoppable has halted due to the writer's strike. Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse star Shameik Moore, who does the voice for Miles, says he would put his entire being into playing Miles Morales in live action. Um, I would really hope that he would get a chance. If they wanted to do a live action Miles, 
you got him right there from Spider-Verse. That would be amazing to give it to him. He is an actor. He could pull it off. He's fantastic as Miles in these movies. And I've been watching some interviews with him, and he is very, very passionate about this character and would love to play it in live action, and I think they should give it give him a chance to do that. Um, I know Haley Steinfeld would even love to be Spider-Gwen in live action as well, too. We already got her as Kate Bishop. Why not get her as Spider-Gwen in live action as well? Um, Hocus Pocus 3 is supposedly in development over at Disney. So, I don't know, man. I guess 2 is a big enough hit that, yes, they're moving forward on a third. Um, Super Mario Brothers movie hits 1.3 billion globally, surpassing Frozen as the second biggest animated film of all time. Um, let's see here. We have an article up with all the Easter eggs that were spotted in spite in the Spider-Verse movie. So check that out there. Uh, if you'd like to see the ins and the outs, a reboot of extreme makeover home edition is coming to ABC. Um, Mark Hamill says that he thinks his days as Luke Skywalker are over. He says they have so many stories to tell that they don't need Luke anymore. I had my time, and that's good. That's enough. So, yeah, it looks like Mark Hamill stepping down as Luke Skywalker. Uh, I think he's right. I think we're done with the Skywalker kind of saga, and now we can move on from there because it is a big, big universe. Um, the documentary they were doing about Louis CK over at Showtime is officially dead. They're dropping that project. Michael Keaton talks about doing Beetlejuice too. He says it's the most fucking fun you can ever have working. So he's having a blast making Beetlejuice too. And that gets me very excited about this project. We have the trailer for glamorous, which is a new Netflix series starring Missy Ben and Kim Cattrall. There she is. Uh, blue beetle cast has added Becky G in a voice role. We have the trailer for The Outlaws, which is uh, Adam Devine's new Netflix movie. I actually dug the trailer. It looks really cute. At first, I was like, this is pretty typical. We've seen this a million times. Then it kind of takes a twist, and I was like, that's pretty cool. I like it. I'm in. So this comes out in July over on Netflix. We have the trailer for My Adventures with Superman, which is a new animated series that's coming out with Jack Quaid as Superman. Elle Fanning and Sarah Paulson are set to star in Mira Focal's dissociative identity disorder drama called I Am Sybil. Pirates of the Caribbean dis- film uh, reboot. Uh, Disney president uh, Sean Bailey says he hopes to reboot the franchise soon, but is currently on pause. Brian Singer is trying to mount a Hollywood comeback, and his first step is self-financing a documentary about the sexual assault claims that are against him. Barry Mason has been canceled at HBO after just two seasons. Sorry, Friggins. I know he loves that show, but it is gone. Amazon Prime Video has ordered Angry Birds Mystery Island, which is a new animated series. Zack Snyder talking about Rebel Moon. He says his script was 172 pages, so he split it into two movies, and now he's also going to be creating two different cuts of each film, bringing the total to four cuts for two movies. One cut, he says, anybody can watch and enjoy, and the other cut will be explicit with harder and uh, more adult content. So, baby, give me that. Give me that. I know Friggins will enjoy that with me, right? We want that harder and adult version of Rebel Moon. So, glad that we're getting two films, and uh, it's pretty cool that he's doing two versions of it. I am down. 
We had the trailer for Bottoms, which is Raso Senate and Ao Edebiri. Uh, they start a fight club to sleep with cheerleaders in the new R-rated lesbian comedy. MGM Plus has picked up the original true crime documentary series Psycho: The Lost Tapes of Ed Gein. Emily in Paris has um, been hit by the writer strike. Season four is delayed. Um, we have a picture of Anthony Mackie and Harrison Ford on set of the new Captain America movie, which got a title update. That's right. The new Captain America movie was called New World Order, but it looks like it's been updated and it is now called Captain America Brave New World. So wonder why they had to change that from New World Order. I was really enjoying the NWO subtitle of that movie, um, but now it is Brave New World. Either way, it's fine. Uh, Chris Hemsworth came out and did an article talking about just his career, different things going on, and he admits that Thor Love and Thunder became too silly, saying, I think we just had too much fun when we were making it. It's always hard being in the center of it and having any real perspective. You just don't know how people are going to respond. So good to see him reflect back on it. I love Love and Thunder. I think the humor is fine. It is a little over the top at times, but I dig it because I love humor. Um, but that was what a lot of, it threw off a lot of people about that movie was that it was too much. So glad to hear that he understands that. And, you know, if we were to get another Thor, I know he'd probably work hard to make sure it walks the line a little bit better. Um, the do Captain America movie, by the way, Brave New World will be opening on May 3rd, 2024. The Lincoln Lawyer season two is coming back to Netflix here very soon. It's going to be broken into part one and part two. The Expendables 4 trailer is going to drop tomorrow, so get ready for that. We'll post that up as soon as it drops. We have the final trailer for Transformers Rise of the Beast, which I'm hearing really good things about. I'm super excited about this movie. I am going Thursday to the preview night in IMAX, taking my daughter. It's going to be her first Transformers. Oh, no, you know what? She saw Bumblebee. Never mind. I was going to say it's her first Transformers movie, but, you know, Bumblebee is just really about Bumblebee, so this is her first real Transformers movie, especially getting to know Optimus Prime role. Out, uh, so there you go. I'm excited, very excited about that. Uh, we have the teaser trailer for The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart, starring Sigourney Weaver and Alicia Den- Debum Carey, which is coming to Amazon Prime. We have the new trailer for Talk to Me. Uh, Chris Hemsworth says that the Mad Max prequel Furiosa is the best experience of his career, so very cool there that he enjoyed that. Uh, we have a new Insidious trailer for The Red Door, so check that out. Um, word has it that they are moving forward with the Resident Evil sequel, uh, to the movie Welcome to Raccoon City that came out a couple years ago. Sounds like the new movie will be called Resident Evil The Umbrella Chronicles, and supposedly it'll be based on the storyline in the video game Resident Evil Zero. So nothing super official yet, but that's the sound of it right now. We have the new trailer for Sympathy for the Devil. This is Nicolas Cage's new movie, um, yeah, with Joel Kinnaman. Uh, it looks fun. It looks interesting. I don't know if this is going to be a theatrical film, but it does look fun. Uh, it looks like a little bit of a collateral. I like I like the looks of this one here. Uh, let's see here. And then we have the full article up with Chris Hemsworth talking about uh, MCU criticisms, uh, director criticisms, Thor 4, different things like that, uh, Furiosa. So really cool article up with him talking about all that. And on that note, my friends, that is the end of our show. So we kept it nice and neat under 40 minutes. Love when that happens. So let's do some shout outs, guys. We got our official webpage, amiontheair.com. Make sure you bookmark it. Everything is right there. I try to make it easy for y'all, right? You even have a link to our quick bites feed. 
So make sure you subscribe to that as well, too. Uh, just, I just want to thank you again. Thank you so much for listening. Please spread this show to your friends or family. If you know anybody that loves entertainment, listens to podcasts, loves TV and movies, please point them in my direction. We love to turn more and more people onto this show for sure. Um, so thank you again. Um, so we got the webpage, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash am I on the air, follow us on Twitter at am I on the air, follow me on Twitter at DX Don mega, make sure you support the show. We have a link in the show notes there for cash app Venmo, send your love, man, support the show, man. We take a lot of time and energy to do this on a week to week basis. Um, shout out to everything. Make sure you subscribe five stars, thumbs up, Apple podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spreaker, Stitcher. Tune in Google Podcast, Amazon Music. We're everywhere. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you support. Share it. Share it out. Share it. Share it. Share it. Please subscribe to us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We do video reviews. Uh, quick thoughts is uh, my series that I do on TikTok. I share them on Instagram. They're quick 60 second videos about the movies that we see. My daughter pops up on a lot of them with me, especially like our newest one that we did for Spider-Verse. Make sure you check them out and support us there. We'd really appreciate it. And thank you to our great affiliates, Red Dragons Radio and the Pop Culture Pros. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio at the pop culture underscore pros. Uh, make sure you follow. They're always streaming us on demand and shouting out love for us. And we appreciate it and give that love back. That'll do it for me on this Tuesday, June the 6th. I really appreciate you. Like I said, this Thursday, I will be checking out Transformers Rise of the Beast. So we'll definitely be talking that in the next episode. We might be doing an Am I Still in the Air spoiler review for Spider-Verse. We're just trying to figure out the schedules on that one. Um, and we'll take it from there, man. Maybe for transformers as well, too. It's going to be a busy month, uh, because the week after that we got flash. So lots of stuff coming. I did get invited by Warner brothers to go to an early screening of the flash, but by the time I got done working and went to get my ticket, it was already sold out. So unfortunately I could have saw that this Thursday, but it's okay. I'm going to watch transformers and I'll check out flash next week in IMAX as I had originally planned to do. So thank you guys once again for joining me tonight. I hope you all take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!